Coach Marks. Focus a little bit on school as well. So the bye week was good. Um, and obviously, you know, the first day of practice of game week um, on this Tuesday, it was a good one. You know, guys had a ton of energy and, you know, they're excited to play in this one. Yeah, this is one you don't need a motivational speech or any sort of thing like that for to get the guys going. No, you better not, you know, for sure. I mean, this is, uh, you know, obviously what we come to, uh, to Washington to, for games like this. Um, you know, opportunities like this, and you know, we have a ton of respect for those for those guys down south there. Um, they do a good, great job, and you know, we're just excited to play in the game. And obviously, everyone knows about the passing offense, but with the running game needing to kind of set the tone, is that kind of what the mentality is going into this game, knowing that you guys want to set the tone? Through? Yeah, I, I definitely know that. Number one, that um, any championship football team or team that is, you know inspires to be and definitely motivated to be you got to be able to run the football so uh knowing that these guys are starting to really get into a rhythm and uh, definitely from week one to arizona you're starting to see definitely a, a unit that's going out there and making sure that we're, we're running hard we're protecting mike and uh you know we're definitely trying not to let the team down you know on our end and uh and just make sure that we're the legs all of the right, team Tybo done to kind of get more and more reps because he just seems like a guy even against Arizona who gets first quarter reps just yeah. what's allowed him to get that yeah I mean Tybo's a talented kid I mean you know he was recruited to come here and play not to 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 sit on the bench um, and do that so just continue to give him some reps some, you know some more confidence to go out there and, and to block and to run catch do all those things I mean it's it's big for Tybo, so Tybo's been doing a better job. How do you manage that, both from a recruiting perspective, when you guys use so many backs, but you also have so many backs on the roster? Yeah. You bring in a freshman who's not a five-star. I mean, obviously you guys, he's very yeah. talented. But how, do you, how do you manage that? Well, I definitely think it's Tybo. Um, in, my, in my opinion, if he would have been on the circuit going out there, I mean, he wasn't that kind of guy that wanted to be on the recruiting circuit, going to all these camps. Um, to be honest with you, you probably would have had a guy who, you know, probably would have been a little more highly, you know, you know, rated, to be honest with you. I mean, if, if, if you guys obviously, uh, you know, know anything about Tybo, he's very quiet and does not talk very much, keeps to himself, and that's how he was in the recruiting process. But if you compare him to a lot of guys, in my opinion, he's just as good, if not better. So we're looking forward to the matchup, you know, uh, you know, for sure. I mean, we, we got some things to prove for sure, and, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. We got to continue to work hard. Is this the Dylan Johnson that you expected, the way he was running on uh, yeah. on uh, Saturday? Yeah, definitely. Saturday? Um, this is definitely the guy we recruited. We still know that we are expecting more mm-hmm. out of him, um, and he knows that. Um, and the first thing, he was like, Coach, we're not done yet. And even if we were done, I got to keep going, you know. And he's like, just keep pushing me for sure. And, you know, and I was like, well, you ain't got a problem on, on that one. I'm for sure going to continue to do that. Um, but Dylan's getting better every single week, and I know you guys are seeing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say one of the one of the kind of parts of Dylan is just his pass catching ability. How much have you seen that improve, and kind of, and also on that with Coach Grubb saying that he, it's kind of hard for him to call a run play when the passing game is so effective. How do you guys balance that in the room between you and Grubb? Oh well, shoot. I mean, Grubb calls the plays. I mean, he's you know he's he's the boss as far as that goes, but. Uh, you know, whatever he calls, I just tell those guys, like, it's up to us to make sure the play gets off, uh, is executed the right way. You know, I mean, we know as running backs that we have to be complete. So that means you have to hand it to us, sure. If that means we have to block for Mike, absolutely. It means you have to throw it to us, let's get it done. So as far as Dylan, just really, I mean, it's not even seeing him improve. It's just being in those spots, right, and making sure that we're just doing our job. And that's why I tell those guys, like, 
what you guys saw this past Saturday is just that's us doing our job. You know, um, we don't need to be anyone that we're not. We don't need to try to, you know, to, to be Superman. You just got to go out there and do your job. And um, that's exactly what I expect these guys to continue to do. Coach, Coach Grubb basically said that, um, you know, they'll send guys from different angles for, for blitzes and things like that. How, how, how difficult is this team to pick up blitz, pick up, and things like that? For oh, you this team is, um, they're, they're very, well, number one, they're, they're talented. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're, and they, they, they run the ball, they're athletic, um, and shoot. This is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, we've had some teams that we were able to go against. I thought they did a really good job, like Michigan State, just with, you know, they're big, you know, they're strong. You know, so that's a little bit different of a, mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as a team that you're going against, a defense that you're – but, it's, you know, we're, we're looking forward to this. I mean, make no mistake that, you know, they're, they're well coached. Um, the teams that we've played – have tried to scheme us up to do different things and we know we're always going to get everyone's best shot and you know there's going to be something that we haven't game planned for and you know they're going to have a wrinkle and we're going to have to adjust and uh, we just got to make sure we stick to our rules and let's let's go get it done coach up all right so uh, fairly big week i don't know you all you know, treat every game the same does that really apply this week huh? yeah, it certainly does certainly does even more so um just knowing uh, what's at stake in terms of our opportunity to showcase what we are all about, our growth as a program. Um, every week we want to be growing and getting better, and what a great opportunity to showcase that. Yeah, what, what, what does this Oregon pass defense present specifically as far as challenges that you guys haven't seen this year? Probably the best pass defense in the United States of America. Probably the best pass defense I've seen in, in my entire coaching career. These guys are long. Um, they're physical at the line of scrimmage. They play with great technique. Uh, they got guys who want to hit you. Uh, they're going to attack the football. They're going to play the football in the air. Um, it, it's been one of the best best groups that mm-hmm. I've seen. So um, uh, they, I know that those guys are super excited to put something on film um, against us and, uh, you know, let the best man win. Yeah. Getting Rome and Jalen both back for this game, hopefully Saturday. What does that mean for your offense? I mean, we'll see what they what they do. Um, they, got a, they got a major challenge ahead of them on Saturday. So um, at the end of the day, there's guys over there on that other side of the field that are hungry to make a name for themselves and, um, and putting their hands on our guys and getting opportunities to make plays against these guys. Um, that, that's how they'll make their name, okay? So um, our guys got a tremendous challenge ahead of them. So you call them the best secondary in the country? Probably the best secondary in the country. I mean, what do you guys say about that? What's that? What do the Huskies say about that? They got the best secondary in the country. That's what we say about that. And um, we got to go out there and do our job. It's never been about them, Huskies. So if all the Husky, Husky Nation, remember, it's always us our versus us. Okay, we're not worried about them, but they got the best so in the country. The best receivers in the country? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I say we got a good collection of guys who want to go out there and every week show that they've improved and gotten better every Kalen, single day. Kalen talked about the hatred between these two schools, and he thinks it's a healthy hatred. Do you feel that? Do you sense that since you've been here? Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, there is a bit of fire that comes out of your soul when you even hear the letter O. Um, I'm starting to get to the point where I don't even want to use O just in general um, so certainly there is that type of hatred between the two um, 
I've been a part of some really tremendous rivalries over the course of my career, and this is probably the greatest one of them all. Do you worry about your guys getting too fired up for a game like this? Absolutely not. This is this is what it's all about. This is what you work for. This is what you come to Washington for. Otherwise, don't come here. Hey, this is not the place for you if you can't get excited and, and be able to control yourself and play at a high level against high-level opponents. I mean, that's the best part about it. You know, it's not a rivalry where you got two teams that are walking out there, one super down, one year the other one's super up and whatnot you got two teams really at the peak of college football and you got the entire national landscape watching this this has tremendous implications for a lot of different things you know conference championships potential college football playoff bursts and things of that nature okay that's what you came here for this is why so don't shy away all right when the opportunity presents itself you put the work in you put yourself in this position to have these opportunities so go ahead and go out there and capitalize on them take us behind the scenes what is that locker room like in the half hour, 45 minutes before a game like this? Um, honestly, I, I'll just say I just I go blank. And so sometimes I don't even know what actually is even transpiring um, because I'm in such a mode at that time. And I know that our players are in that same mode. So I sort of blank. And, you know, people are like, oh, my goodness, did you hear what Shepard said before the game? Well, <laughs> I forgot what I said most of the time because I blanked. Um, and there's such an enthusiasm, excitement, and energy that uh, surrounds this program. Uh, obviously, with the new athletic director being being hired here, welcome. Uh, hopefully, we can put on a show. Did you feel like you got something extra out of beating them last year? Maybe it was more of a boost for you guys in year one than in some of your other wins? Uh, certainly, we try to treat every one of the wins the same. Um, there's no doubt about it. There were, there's, our guys came into that game with a tremendous chip on their shoulder, and um, we were able to do a good job of, of uh, getting away from that chip and moving forward for the rest of the game. So it was, it was great to get the win um, in, in the fashion that we did with a lot of guys contributing at a high level. So um, we're just excited that we got the same type of opportunity, and hopefully it springboards us into what the next game. Do you have a, a, an enduring memory from that game? It'll, it'll, it'll last for a lifetime. Um, you know, the catch by Jalen McMillan, um, it'll last for a lifetime. Everybody knows it. I mean, that's that, that's one of those catches that go down in, in, in Husky history, Husky lore, you know. And people talk about it like, oh, man, no way that that really happened. No, it actually did happen. So um, no doubt about it. That, that one always kind of is etched into to my memory for, for a lifetime. With J-Mac. He's been close for a couple of weeks. It sounds like how how anxious do you think he is to to get back and to be a part of this again? You know he loves football, and that's one thing that uh, you can never take away from the kid. He loves football. Um, I don't give I don't really I give a rat's butt about anything else but football. That's kind of how his mentality is. Now he has to care about school so he can play football. He has to care about all these other things so he can play football. But he loves football, so any opportunity for him to get on the field and be able to showcase his love for the game, he's he's excited about that. So yeah, he's excited to go this week. They just announced. Sorry, they, they just announced it's a sellout on Saturday. It'll be the first one since you've been here. What, what's your expectation for what this is going to look like and feel like when you guys run out here? I expect our fans to have the same fire and energy and excitement that I bring every single day to this football team. I expect that, okay? Guess what? They do. 
All right, it's always loud here. I don't care if it's a sellout. I don't care what the attendance number is. These fans are passionate about Husky football. So I can only imagine when we get a bunch of them and they're out there savage mentality because they get to rip apart a duck, then guess what? You'll, you'll have a great time. So just enjoy, all right? Get your popcorn ready. All right, it should be fun. Marcus, I was just curious about the, the Arizona game when you have a, a defense that's specifically designed to take your guys out with deep shots and things like that. What are your words of encouragement? What are you talking to them about on the sideline during that game? Uh, you know what? The, the hard part about it is that there were opportunities for us to, you know, take advantage of some of those deep shots, and uh, unfortunately we didn't do that in the game. So um, the message is this, hey, we just execute at a high level. If they take away one thing, guess what? Then something else comes open so um, plays where maybe you made maybe didn't think you were going to get the ball guess what those opportunities are are becoming available now and and if they're going to play like that uh, we got to do a great job of running with the football after the catch and so that that that's really the message and probably the, for the first time I know definitely for the first time since I've been here they outgained me in terms of you know my yards and their yards yeah. so certainly um, they, they took that to heart and did a really good job of getting yards after the catch. I was also curious about your talks that you may have had right after it happened with Jeremy, young guy trying to make an effort play, ends up putting the ball in, on the ground. What, what are you? What are your thoughts to him? Not only during the game, but then once you review it and kind of talk to him a little bit about he, it. You know, he's a super conscientious young man. Um, he's uh, pays attention to the details of what we ask him to do and what his responsibilities are. The fact that how he's been able to grasp our offense and be able to really understand it at a high level and help others in the offense learn 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 the playbook has been tremendous. So there's there's zero frustration for me um, with the kid. I'm more concerned with the action, and that's what I try to really convey to him. It's about the action. It's not about you personally, okay? And the actions tells you, hey, we get down there on the goal line. We're not cutting back. We're going to be physical and run through someone, and um, and, and we didn't do that. So, uh, you know, I think it was a learning experience for him um, knowing that, he let the group down in that moment, and and he he he's very conscientious about not about not doing that. So, um, and then after the game, guess what? Just talk to him and teach him uh, how to carry the ball uh, appropriately. You know, I, uh, there's a lot of coaches that coach and tell people what not to do, and we do a fine job here at the University of Washington telling them what to do. Right. So teaching them how to do it the right way. You know, talking to Coach DeWar over the last year or so, he's always talked about the reaction to the adversity when it hits. Mm-hmm. How would you characterize the reaction of your guys' group and specifically to Jeremy once that happened and they had to go back on the field? And, and that's that's one thing that we constantly are preaching in the room. You know, there's only one thing that you're promised, uh, and, and that is adversity. Your promise is coming at some point. Okay, it's creeping around the corner just when you think you really got it figured out. And guess what? It's going to hit you smack in the, in the mouth right as soon as you turn the corner. So what is our plan for adversity and having thoughts and ideas of what we are going to do when those when adverse times hit? And our guys have a pretty good, keen understanding of how to respond to those things. But more or less, like I said before, we really try to focus a lot of our attention to the action. OK. All right. I heard a a great coach say, hey, it's not about what you're capable of. It's about what you're willing to do, okay? All right, he's capable of carrying the football at a high level. These guys are capable of doing a lot of things. 
but are they willing to do the extra things that are going to ensure the success of their future? And you spoke about the Jalen McMillan play out of Oregon. Yeah. It seemed to me that's kind of the quintessential takers play. Correct. Do you, do you feel like that's where that really took root? I mean, I'm sure you were talking about them being takers even yes. before then. Yes. But was that where it really took root? Well, I think that uh, it, it's just an easy one to point out. But, you know, in practice, that's where you really kind of try to get that deeply entrenched in into their body language, into their demeanor, into their attitude, into their actions. And so I think that we've done a great job of doing that in practice and going and taking the football. I mean, I think even this year you can see it even more so with Rome and how he's taking the ball in one-on-one situations and whatnot. So uh, that is that is a true emphasis every single day with these guys. Go take the football, don't receive it. Guess what? Your mother she she's a receiver she receives amazon packages in the mail so anybody can be a receiver i mean it takes a special person to be a taker great thanks so much. thank you coach huff also the secondary's doing a good job you know and and mike any secondary and the quarterback has to hold the ball that can that can stress my guys out too so it, it all plays together and um I think, you know, it's going to be a hell of a matchup. Yeah, Scott Huff is with us. You've been around the Northwest for a long time, right? How, how fired up do you get for games like this on Saturday? Oh, I mean, this is why you coach right here, right? Like, I mean, this is it for whether you're a fan or whether you're a coach. I mean, these are, you know, we've, there's a lot of pressure obviously involved in it, but this is mm. why you do it, right? This is, it's it's fun. You just, you know, you work really hard during the week. You want your guys to go out and, and cut it loose and, and, and put their best foot forward and just compete, you know, play in, play out. And yeah. Coach DeBoer says go 1-0, and and, you know, if you have a bad play, don't let it beat you twice. Yeah, when you say pressure, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I think we all want to win, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a good thing. That's a yeah. Pressure is a good thing, you know? Like, that's, that's I mean, let's be honest. Real pressure is, is having a wife and kids and not having a job, right? Uh, this is, but, but there is, you know, there is a, a sense of, hey, we, we want to put our best foot forward. And we got this stage that, that's, uh, you know, that we've put ourselves on, Oregon's put themselves on, and, and, and you just, just want to go yeah. out and perform the right way. Do you like the fact that the team had to play four full quarters against Arizona before what will certainly be a four quarter game on Saturday? Yeah, I think that that's, you know, that's, that's, that's real football, right? Yeah. I mean, it's great to get out and get some other guys in and stuff, but yeah, I mean, adversity you got to learn to to power through that stuff and uh that that game certainly taught us a few things there and uh i think hopefully we're better because of it yeah and then having julius available potentially saturday what does that mean for you guys well we just he's been taking a lot of reps here this week and we'll we just kind of figure it out each day and um but he's he's looked good so far so we'll We'll, be, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, last message for the fans. What do you want from the 70,000 people in the stadium on Saturday? I win the war in the parking lot. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. All right, thanks. Scott, kind of on about Juice coming back. Grub said the other day that it might be easier just to have him on the right side so you're moving less stuff around. Has, is he comfortable there? Is that? Yeah, he practiced good today. And, we, you know, we again, like we always say, like guys move around during practice just – like like they do in fall camp doing the, they do in uh, uh you know spring ball or whatnot and so we do the same thing during the season um and so i i haven't i watched it quick today right there's a lot of other guys to watch too so we'll have a better idea when i get back into the office if he was more comfortable on one side or the other but i think i think he was from my from what i saw he was fine is that your 
kind of sense in terms of allowing Nate and Troy to kind of keep whatever chemistry they built together on that left side? Yeah, we, you know, we got no problems. Like guys play good. Like you saw it. We've already rotated a lot of guys in. And so I'm not, I'm not, we're not scared to do that. If guys are playing well and it can, you know, every other position for the most part substitutes here and there, gets a series off. We got no problem doing that. So um, we just keep figuring it out as the week goes on. Coach Schmidt. How are you guys? Good. 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 How's it going? Good. I know it's not really your your area, it's a DT thing, but uh, Armand Parker, just kind of with with Tuli's injury, how do you see him maybe playing into the rotation? Yeah, he's uh, you know he's really improved here. I think he's feeling better. He's coming back, you know, from uh, from an injury himself, but can definitely see as you're watching him just his movement skills and and uh, you know how well he's changing direction. That he's he'd be he'd be ready to go. We've taken him, we've taken him with here on a few trips. Um, before this, so uh, so definitely, man, he'd be the he'd be ready to be the next man up. What's been the, the biggest hurdle just coming back from that injury? Well, I just think you know, I mean, it's coming back. Sometimes when you're when you're uh, when you're practicing, not practicing, practicing, not practicing, it's uh, it's like you're starting back over a little bit from day one, just because you don't have that consistent uh, rep volume of, of being out there every day, and you can start to, uh, you know feel good about one call and, and kind of put that in your back pocket and move on to the next. So I think that's the biggest thing is, is if he can get out here and. And uh, especially with last year not having any reps too as well, like it's it's just a matter of him being able to to, to practice every day. He does that, he'll get better. Uh, just kind of with uh, with Oregon's offensive line, there's there's so much talent there. What, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for your group this weekend? Yeah, I mean it's effort, right? I mean that's really what it comes down to. I just think you get into games like this where you know you're probably pretty evenly matched, and uh, and um, you know it'll come down to just guys that have you know a desire to be able to go out there and win and just and just compete and be relentless you know i mean every single rep and and then take advantage of your opportunities you know i mean when you get them i mean we always talk about it like hey they they bust the protection or they throw a ball to you like you gotta you gotta make sure you make them pay for it you know i mean in those situations but it just really comes down to our guys just being locked in and uh and and doing their job and then and then just playing with uh you know fanatical effort on tape, is there anything that you see that might be just a way to expose them, whether it be like on a stunt or just kind of coming straight at them? I think, you know, both their tackles are athletic guys. Uh, their interior guys are, are big, strong, you know, um, um, guys that they get their hands on you. They're really hard to be able to uh, to separate from. So I think those guys have, have done a really good job. And their center might be their best their best guy in pass protection. You know, I mean, watching those guys just consistently and how well he's He's able to, to change directions in there and uh, and stay sticky on top of guys. So it'll be a, it'll be a battle for sure. I mean that'll be a, a huge part of it. I think anytime you're playing against you know I mean elite level quarterbacks like the pass rush and the pressure is, is what can change those guys from uh, from elite to average. You know what I mean in a in a short period in a short amount of time. So we got to make sure we do it smart. Nothing dirty. Nothing you know what I mean that's going to cost our football team. But we want to be breathing on those guys as much as we can you know i mean on pass reps that kind of leads in the last thing i got for you because obviously bo nicks can can move a lot and coach morell has talked about just playing contain all year long what do you what do you think is gonna be the biggest challenge when it comes to just containing yeah i mean that's the hardest part right is like hey you do a good job in coverage and take away you know what he wants and all of a sudden he pulls it down and he's still you know gaining yards and getting uh first downs and things like that so we just have to do a good job of you know, being disciplined in our pass rush lanes. If you're an edge leverage guy, you're edge leverage. If the slides to you, you're doing your job. If the slides away from you, you're doing your job. And I think our guys have a good feel for that and do a good job of understanding, hey, we're, how we're how we want to be balanced. Whether we're bringing four, bringing five, bringing more than that. Like, hey, you have a 
you have a responsibility in a rush lane and a spot on the quarterback that you need, you need to be able to get to, and you need to make sure you make a good decision that if he does pull it down, that you're there. You know what I mean in those situations. Just the one question for me: How do you how do you keep your unit grounded this week? Like, how do you just treat this as just another just another normal game? I don't think it's it's how you approach it as a staff, and, and it starts at the top, and just talking to our guys about. I think. You know, football's football. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, like you got to go out there every single Saturday, and, and you got to play well and play at a high level. And obviously, you know, you put the rivalries and all that kind of stuff into it, and and it's not going to be an issue of getting guys motivated to be able to play. So it's almost one of those things where, hey, man, you just make sure you focus on on you know personnel groupings and guys and communication and and uh, and doing a good job of making sure that uh, everybody's communicating and just those little detail things that sometimes. You know, when it is a big game or you get into an environment that there's some pressure that you can, uh, you know, I mean, you can lose maybe sight of some of the little detail stuff. So that's really what we're, ho- we're focusing on more than anything else is just making sure our guys, you know, I mean, understand like what it's going to be like on game day here and that we do a great job of preparing for uh, for the noise and, and for the, uh, you know, I mean, just for the, the substitutions that are going to are gonna have to happen. Got uh, Coach Juice. Hey, Coach, uh, just tell me, man. Uh, this Oregon team really likes to take some shots down the field. Uh, they got a guy by the name of Troy Franklin. Uh, you know, what, what do you guys have to do? I mean, first of all, you guys have been able to limit a lot of the long passes this year. What have you guys been able to do with your guys? Is it just their experience in your system? What, what has been the difference? I think just honing in on the details, formation recognition, um, understanding situations in the game when teams are going to take them, and really the kids just getting better at their technique and trusting it. So, uh, they, they've been doing a good job We're going against a tremendous offense, one of the tops in the country. Troy's a great wide out. Um, and so looking forward to going out and watch, watching them play. You know, I think it's going to be a hell of a challenge. I think it's going to be a hell of a game, and it's the kind of games you come to Washington for. Um, I, I asked Coach uh, Morell on, on Monday about, uh, you know, any differences in the play calling or, or whatever like that. What have you guys noticed about some of the – are they running a different route tree? Are they doing anything too exotic? In were, terms of Oregon? Yeah, that they were last year. It's similar, it's similar pass concepts. I mean, they're going to get the ball in the playmaker's hands, and they, they want to they wanna take big ones. And so the quarterback is, you know, he's extremely talented. He's seasoned. He's played a lot of football. And so he's seen every look known to mankind. And so what we got to do is change the pictures on him, uh, make him think one thing and show him another, and try to get him to check the ball down. But then, you know, they check it down. They got great backs that run with it. So um, it's definitely a challenge for us. Our, guy, our kids have to be on point, and our communication has to be elite because I think it'll be pretty loud. Okay. Juice, uh, both these secondaries got lit up last year, at least for the long ball. Um, they look like they're both improved to me. What, what, do you th- what do you see? Yeah, I think I think both secondaries, you know, at least us, we have. I know, uh, you know, we've done a good job eliminating the explosive plays. Um, and so, you know, that can't stop here this Saturday. And so the thing about it is we got to be on point with our communication because it's going to be loud. we got to be on the same page. and. Kids got to trust their technique and their training and go out and play.